0: Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Doctor EJ McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, this is your host. With the Master Key. On this Tuesday evening, we pray that the Lord Jesus Christ has manifested Himself in every area and facet of your life, even this day, that you encountered Him, you experienced Him in a real way. And he's so long for you and I to believe and trust Him so we can encounter and experience Him in a real and a genuine way. This uh, broadcast is called the the master key. There are certain keys that God has given to every man or desired to give to every man to unlock uh, certain things in our life at certain times and seasons of our lives. What is so fascinating uh, uh, to me about God, uh, how God has has everything already mapped out for your life and my life? There's absolutely no coincidences. Even the errors and the mistakes that you have made, I have made, God in his sovereignty, he's so strategic. He always leaves a door of return to every man, every born-again believer, every human being. There's a door. But many times we avoid the door, we don't go through the door, or we don't we don't desire the door. When I begin to meditate on how god uh used a woman to pray for a man that she did not know and I believe one of the reasons God has uh graced me to be a man of prayer is because it really was prayer that orchestrated my life into an encounter with God. Uh, Many of you don't know my testimony, and um, this is not what I'm going to be sharing today. I I wish I could get every male gender uh, on the line tonight for the Lord to speak some things to us uh, and understand uh, why there's so much warfare against the male gender. Uh, But I was a, a young man selling drugs. But I was working at a hospital in Saint Petersburg, Florida, which was more of a front. Uh, um, there were times I would uh, uh, come to work high, but nobody knew I was high. And um, but I was at, at that time when the youngest principal, I was working in the surgical department, and she would be on her lunch break. She'll see me park my car and walk across the the parking lot into. Uh, the hospital, I didn't know this, but she would pray for me, Lord, save that young man. And this young lady was a, was going to a seven-day Adventist church but she was praying for me to be saved. And uh, certain things began to take place in my life, which was a result of that woman's prayer. That's why I don't want you to give up praying for your family. Don't stop praying for your spouse. Don't stop praying for your children. Prayer really do works. Now, this young lady is not Holy Ghost filled, speaking in tongues. as the Spirit of God, give her utterance. This young lady didn't flow in the gifts of the Spirit. She she was kind of radical, but she went to a seven-day Adventist church. Didn't go into into intercession, just sitting on her lunch break, releasing a casual prayer unto the Lord. And God heard this woman's prayer. Seven Adventists, and, and uh, things start happening to me, but I didn't know it was result of this woman's prayer. Uh, uh, desires for the club start leaving me. I couldn't stand to be in the club for no more than five minutes. I didn't understand what was happening to me. Uh, I began to feel miserable when I went into the club. So I go in there, and uh, I get, uh, come back out, get in my car, go home, And I thought I was just losing my mind. I didn't want to see nobody. And uh, uh, then an opening uh, at the hospital came open for the chemistry department. And uh, the chemistry department was made of the blood bank, uh, psychology, uh, and uh, uh, the phlebotomy department. And so an open came open in the phlebotomy, and they hired me. But, here's, but this, this, here's the strategic thing. They hired me, I believe, as a result of that woman's prayer. Because that same woman that was praying for me worked in cytology. And how the department worked, uh, a phlebotomist uh, wants to get a, represent, a requisition uh, 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 from the cytology department. We have to go and get blood samples. That's what a baby that's also, we may have to go in the ER from time to time. Uh, uh, a baby, any patient, we would have to come and get blood samples. We would take it to psychology, psychology, psychology excuse me, where this young lady worked. And they would spend the blood samples and uh, write a report for the doctors, for the doctors to be able to um, adequately diagnose uh, the patient. And so here is this divine connection this divine hookup. And uh I have a little another little side a business thing on the side which my wife uh uh father was a part of this little business. I think it was Amway or something. And I just got in it and so I was talking to her about that. She agreed to hear hear what I had to say, invited me to her house after work, start talking to her about it. She started talking to me about Jesus. And I never experienced what I experienced before. I was mesmerized by this woman talking to me. That ain't never happened to me before. And and I heard this voice say, You better get out of here. And I said, Listen, I listen, I gotta go, I got something to do, I'll talk with you later and I started avoiding her uh in the workplace. I will. uh when I got a, a requisition to go get a blood sample from a, 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 a certain patient on a certain floor, I, I would look out and see that I see her because the elevator wasn't too far from my office, and I go straight to the elevator, trying to avoid her. But to make a long story short, God started creating circumstances uh, uh, that where I would have to meet this young lady, and I end up giving my life to the Lord. I remember crystal clear today that was over 35 years ago. I remember crystal clear. Matter of fact, it wasn't too far uh, from the house where uh, Kathy's parents moved. It's a it's, a, um, it's right on the water. Uh, uh, it's a park on the water, right uh, behind. Uh, not too far from Kathy's parents' uh, home. And so, in her station wagon, I gave my life to Jesus. And from that day to this day, ladies and gentlemen, I've been going forth in the Lord. That's why. Let's, that's when uh, the Lord want to encourage you. Prayer really do works. This lady wasn't that spirit filled, but that God was using that woman's prayer to work on me. I mean, desires start leaving me. So don't give up on your children. That they seem like they they've gone astray, and it seem like uh, they acting crazy, whatever the case may be. If prayer can work on me from a young lady that wasn't spirit filled, but she had a sincere heart, and she uttered these these words to God, and I don't know what she uttered, but it went up to heaven and heaven heard it, and heaven began to create circumstances and situations that get me to come to the end of E.J. McKenzie, where I would give my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. I didn't feel no thunderbolts. I didn't feel um, no presence, but I knew something had happened to me on the inside. I knew I was a different person. I knew I was saved. And then God turned around and used me to uh, minister to Kathy. Because Kathy, I was dating Kathy at the time and um uh, and, and and God used me to lead her to the Lord. And so Kathy and I have been saved based almost the same length of time. So so don't give up praying for your family. Don't give up praying for your friends. Know of a surety you gotta understand that God hears prayers. He hears your prayers. And so you gotta trust and know without a doubt that God is moving. you got to trust and know without a doubt God is creating, God is orchestrating, God is doing some things. You may not understand it, but just stand still and you will see the salvation of your God. And that's one of the, think about it, that is one of the areas that the majority of Christians is challenging in prayer. It's one of the areas. And so, uh, uh, and not just prayer, but when the enemy challenges your prayer life, the first thing he's going, to, I won't say the first thing, but what he does, he 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 challenge your faith in prayer. And so there you pray and you want to see something. You want to see something immediately. And then when you don't see, immediately then the enemy began to bombard your mind. He began to bombard your mind. See if, if this prayer stuff don't work, If 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 God was for real, then why don't you see what you've been praying for? And you don't say nothing to the devil. You just let him talk, and you just let uh, digesting that stuff that he's speaking to you. You digesting those lies that he's speaking to you. You receiving those lies that he's speaking to you. God is sovereign. God is omnipotent. God is omniscient. God is the creator of the heavens, the earth, the world, and air of. I'm going to say everything, but all they that dwells therein, he created the angels, he created the thrones, he created dominions, he created might, he created humanity, he created the earth, he created the sky, the moon. So everything that has been created must bow, must come subject to the creator himself. God is the creator, and the most beautiful and most wonderful and most powerful thing, He has made a grace you and I to receive His Son, Jesus Christ, qualifying you and I to be heirs of God and joint heirs with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You're a son and daughter of the Most High God. Are you a child of God? There's a difference between a child of God and a son of God. You're a child of God. And your daddy, just like your earthly parents, as you, If you're a child, your earthly parents is responsible for taking care of you and covering you. You mean to tell me, our earthly parents who being evil, that know how to give good gifts, know how to pray, know how to cover our children. How much more would God himself not give us himself? And himself is the Holy Spirit. We have God himself. If you're born again, if you're not, you can receive him tonight. You can receive Him. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, this must become a reality to us. He want to fight your prayer life. He want to get you to doubt. He wants to get you to walk by sight and not by faith. And 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 he know if you're walking by sight, not by faith, he know you have already disqualified yourself from, from receiving any promise from God. Why? Because you're gonna waver. You're gonna waver. And so this is not magic, ladies and gentlemen. Prayer really do work. And I did a message years ago. My wife kind of reminded me of something. Uh, a principle I brought in this message, and this had to be, I don't know, 15, 16, 17 years ago. I was teaching on, on faith. And I was bringing up the principle about how faith and patience work together. And they really do. And uh, without patience, I'm, I'm telling you, your faith is going to wane. It's going to wane. And then and 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 without patience, you're still gonna wane for the simple reason because of how God has connected faith and patience together in order for you and I to receive the manifestation. He already know where we located. Now the scripture clearly tells us uh well the scripture don't tell us, but this is this is the principle. When you begin to pray in faith, just like God spoke to Daniel the moment he prayed God heard Ladies and gentlemen The moment you pray God hears God is not death or hearing He's sovereign He's omniscient He's omnipresent His ears not dull where he cannot hear The cries of his people But the moment you pray God hears it And I personally believe the moment you pray He hears and the moment He hears he releases the answer He releases the answer But why don't we see the manifestation of the answer? Because of warfare. Just like the prince of Persia, a demonic prince spirit over the region of Persia, fought the angel that God sent to give Daniel his message, his answer to his prayer. Held him up for 21 days. And God had to send Michael to aid the angel for the angel to break through and and give Daniel the, the answer. When the angel broke the and appeared to Daniel, he said, I have come as a result of your prayers. And he began to tell him, God heard you the first day. And I was held up by the prince of Persia. I was held up. So, ladies and gentlemen, is it possible that that the delay had nothing to do with your faith? The later your answer has nothing to do with you trusting God. You really have faith in God. You really trust God. But you don't know how to war and battle for the heavens to be open and to stay open or to release angels to aid your personal angel. We got to learn how to do that. We got to learn how to use the angels that God has given the church. The Bible let us know that they, they are ministering spirits. A minister is a servant. When uh, the angel appeared to John on the Isle of Pappas, the Bible says in the book of Revelation, he fell down and began to worship the angel. And the angel rebuked him. said, what are you doing? Stand up. Worship God and God only. I am your brethren. I'm here to serve you. Don't worship me. Worship God. So we are not here to worship angels. Angels has been given uh, to us uh, to assist us in accomplishing the divine and perfect will of God. Just like demon spirits uh, is made available to every witch, warlock, every satanic and demonic human agent. Angels is made available to us. They're here to assist us. But the problem is we don't know how to use them. And when I say use them, I'm not talking about using them for our personal gain. They are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them that is heirs under salvation, Hebrews 14. That's what they're here for. And so therefore, but the the majority of the angels uh, uh, that's been assigned to the church is is, is unemployed. They're unemployed. They don't know how, we don't, uh, the average one of us, we don't know how to employ them. We don't know how to release them to go forth and to help execute the divine and perfect will of God. Think about it. Witches and warlocks releases demons to attack us. They attack us. And because you can't see them, you think it's just you feeling oppressed and depressed. You think it's you uh, that's uh, 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 doubting God. You think it's you that's operating in anxiety and worry. You think it's you. You think it's you when you experience the sickness and disease. These are the demonic forces that's been released against us. Then let us learn how to use the angels to go forth in great strength and great power to execute on our behalf. There's all kinds of angels, like different kinds of demons. You've got demons of infirmity. You got demons of oppression. You got demons of poverty. You got lying spirits. Uh, uh, um, uh, you got spirit, greedy spirits. You got uh, uh, spirits of theft, spirits of death, spirits of destruction. You got spirits of div- uh, divination. Jezebel spirits. The Bible talks about the spirit of Cain. That's a murderous spirit. The spirit of Balaam. That's a spirit of greed. So you got all these kinds of spirits. Then we got all kind of angels. There's all kinds of angels that's made available to us, but we don't know how to employ them. We don't know how to release them to go forth in great strength. And that would the Bible let us know, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me get the scripture here. Uh, I want to uh, make a correction. I think last week I just saw a text from my wife here. And I appreciate her uh uh reminding me. I was brought to my attention by one of our members when I was talking about uh the first, second, and third heavens, and uh uh I I I invertly articulated and said that God dwells in the uh in the third heavens, and but God actually dwells in the first heavens. And Satan dwells uh kingdom is in the second heavens, and earth is under the third heaven. So I want to bring that correction and thank you my beloved wife for uh, bringing it to my attention. And because I got on, on this uh this uh broadcast again and I was uh going to share that and I forgot it again. So I really appreciate you uh, uh helping me out there to bring correction to that statement that I made that God himself dwells in the uh uh third heaven, but it's the first heaven, ladies and gentlemen, not the third. Is the first heaven, so let's keep that in mind. So I want to apologize for that uh, uh that statement that I had made. But I want to go to the scripture here in the uh, and I want to get start talking I'll share some principles about some men, but uh, God got me in, in this vein here. Uh Psalms one hundred three and verse twenty. Bless the Lord you his angels, who excel in strength. Who do, who do his word, who do his word, who do his word, hearkening to the voice of his word, hearkening to the voice of his word. So notice now the scripture here is the same thing. Now one thing you've got to understand about divine laws. When you begin to understand divine laws, Satan himself must come subject to the laws that governs humanity, that governs our spirit, our soul, our heart, our mind, our will. Uh there's certain things Satan cannot violate. He cannot violate. And if uh, uh and I know this by interviewing certain people that's been delivered from the occult, uh uh uh, uh the occult a witch in the world that would tell you. There are certain things that they cannot do against a human being. They cannot violate the will of a human being. So witches and warlocks must uh, 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 come subject to the, the laws that governs humanity, the laws that governs our constitution. So what Satan does, if we, when we begin to really understand this right here, in the same way God operates, because God doesn't even violate the laws that he has uh, established to govern our constitution. Or, or even the earth groups, they did not know how to manipulate them, but he cannot violate them. So he cannot force his will. He cannot make you do anything. If a person says, say to make me, he cannot make you do anything. Now, what happens is if you if you give him permission, if you open up a door and give him permission, and this is where deliverance comes in at. Uh, the, when a person needs deliverance, they need deliverance because uh, that they will has been captured. Their will has been captured. And if they want to give a life, they can't get a life to the Lord because their will has been captured. Now, the only way their will can be captured is because you gave him consent. And you may not have given him consent verbally, but it's the activation of a law. You got to understand, it's activating something. The moment you activate something, it comes, into, it comes into motion. You release it into motion. Just like the scripture says, by one man's sin, enter into the world. Now think about it. Satan did not make Eve and Adam eat, partake of the fruit. He didn't make them. He didn't make them. Because he could not make them, he could not violate their will. So what did he do? He manipulates. So what he, he came and he lied. He, he 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 twisted the truth. Twisted it. So what he did was say listen, God, listen, God already know that when you partake of this tree, this fruit, you're not gonna die. You're gonna be just like you gonna be just like God, knowing good even. God said that if you partake, you're gonna die, uh, die. And and uh uh and you will no good your eyes will be open. No, he didn't say your eyes will be open, but you you're gonna die. And you're going to know good and evil. So so Satan knows that. So he twisted the word. And I'm going to tell you how he does it, ladies and gentlemen. He's good at what he does. This is how Satan operates. What Satan does, uh, he 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 will speak to you in a way to show you how important this thing is that God said you can't have. He was say, listen, listen. Boy, if you had this, well, you're going to be just like God. If you had this, I mean, you're going to be anointed. I mean, you're going to go places. If you just had this, and it's part true. It's part true. But on the problem with it, God said you can't have it. God said you cannot have it. And so that's how you manipulate us. Uh, uh, think about it. Watch this right here. How many, how many people is operating in a place that God have not sanctioned for them? How many people's pastors that God have not sanctioned to be a pastor? How many people's apostles and prophets and evangelists and teachers and God have not sanctioned? And watch, right, watch it right here. But you got a prophetic word, and you got a prophetic word, and you move out on that word. Why? Because it's something you wanted. It is something you wanted. Satan knows all of us. He used to be our father. He used to be our father. So he we so he he knows his, his children. Now even though we're born again and 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 we're free from the Adamic nature by receiving Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, but that stuff still is in us. The, the, not some in the nature the damn nature, so he know all about all of us because he have a tremendous organization system uh 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 uh, uh demons have been assigned to you. I did a message years ago uh, when I to do a lot of teaching on spiritual warfare uh demons on assignment from the delivery room to the graveyard, and that message we were sharing god God showed it to me that the moment a human being is born into the earth, a demonic force has been assigned to that ch- child. to try to block and stop that child from fulfilling the will of God. And an angel has been assigned to every human being that is born into the earth. Jesus talked about it in the gospel about uh, these children, talking about the children and their angel, their personal angel. That stand before God, so you got a demon's been assigned, you got an angel been assigned, and why do you think demons has been assigned to a person that is born because they know an angel has been assigned, so from the moment a child is born into the earth, warfare starts immediately. you got the angel there to help protect that child, and you got the demons there to deter and to destroy that child. and But one of the problems is the average parent don't know this. So since the parent don't know this, the parent don't know how to engage a child's angel. They don't know how to release that child's angel. And the angel cannot, that child's angel can't do anything, will not do anything. And so therefore, the, the, the demon that's been assigned, got a witch, got a warlock that is sensitive over geographical location, and and the demons come to the human agents and report to them, let them know certain things, and give them assignment, assignments to destroy, assignments to do this and assignments to do this, and so they go forth and start praying, they start doing their mantras, they chant them, uh, they start speaking curses and 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 uh, plotting uh, to connect that child or that parent with some kind of charm, give you a gift that has been uh, uh, with a demon attached to it. That's why they prevail. We don't know anything. But the witches and warlocks is more educated and trained in the realm of darkness than the average born-again believer that is trained in the realm of God. So these demons is at work mightily, but our angels is not at work. Because the scripture said, bless the Lord, you, his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, who do what? His word. So if there is no word that's been released uh, over your child, your baby, then the angel can't do anything. He can't do anything. Who do his word. Heeding the voice of his word. Do his word, heeding the voice of his word. So, if there's no voice put to God's word, the angel's hands is tied. But, but, the witch and the warlock is giving voice to the word of Satan. And the demons is going forth in great strength, hearkens to the voice of the word. Of the human agent, the witch, the warlock, the sorcerer, the medium. And so they're going forth because they understand the laws. They understand they can do absolutely nothing until there's a human being that will give voice to Satan's will for them to go forth. God needed a human being to give voice to his word for the angels to be able to go forth in great strength hearkening unto to the voice of his word. And so since the average born-again believer do not understand this and don't understand spiritual warfare, uh, what we do, we take our babies uh, and we get them Christian. I mean, uh, that's not biblical. And so that means nothing. Put holy water on them. It means nothing. The Bible doesn't talk about christening I'm putting a sprinkling a sprinkling water. It talks about baptism. And you should not be uh 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 putting water on your child. You should you can dedicate your child. And another thing about dedication, dedication don't work because we we don't uh do it biblically. When you do reading the word of the Lord, uh, all baby dedication, uh, not just baby dedication, but all dedication. If you're dedicating the baby, dedicating your son, ded- dedicating your daughter, dedicating the house, dedicating whatever the case may be, and the word of the living God is always a seed uh, and offering that is associated with that dedication, and that's why dedications don't work. Because we're not doing it the right way. We're not doing it biblically And so if you think about it, how many of you, uh, that's uh uh, 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 with us today in, uh, on this broadcast has dedicated a child, and that child has turned out to be a hellion. How many have dedicated a child? A dedicated a home, and, and, and the home got foreclosed, or the home got destroyed. Or you dedicated this child uh, when the child was a baby, and the child grew up to be a gangster, grew up to be a prostitute, grew up to be a homosexual or a lesbian, whatever the case may be. How could that be if it's been dedicated to God? Did, something, shouldn't we stop and think that something is wrong? Because God, think about it, is 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 uh, uh, the spirit that caused that child to become uh, a pimp or become a drug addict or become a, a dope dealer. Is that spirit greater than God? Absolutely not. You mean to tell me that uh, the demon spirit can snatch a child out of the hands of God when the child's been dedicated to God? Absolutely not. Can the devil take from you what you dedicated to God? Absolutely not. Don't you think something is wrong then? Don't you think something is wrong? Have you stopped and said, God, something must be wrong because if I dedicated this child, this house, this car to you, who can snatch it out of God's hands? The scripture clearly tells us that. John 10 says that God is greater than all, and who can snatch us out of God's hand? So it's in God's hand when you dedicate it to God. So how in the world can I dedicate something to God and the devil take it away? Something is wrong. And what is wrong is we don't do it biblically. We don't do it biblically. And the average person that is doing dedications don't know how to do it biblically. They just do it because what they see everybody else do. They get a book, then they read a book. And the book tells you how to dedicate a baby, how to dedicate a child, how to dedicate what the case may be. We read a book. But the, what's in the book is just nothing, maybe, maybe be some uh, a format, a format of what to do. So you just follow what's in the book. But what do the Bible say? What do the Bible say? Matter of fact, we have, uh, wow, we have about, let me see. We got uh, one, two, three, four, five, five, it uh, uh, could be more than that, but that's what's coming to me right now. Five young ladies just had babies not too long ago. And so we, and I'm not going to do individual dedication, so I'm going to have a class. um a class. matter of fact, uh, my wife, if you listen to me, make sure I get a date for this baby dedication class. We have to educate people. Or to teach people, I'm going to have a class with the with the parents uh, uh, before I dedicate the baby. Before I dedicate the baby. I'm gonna have a I'm going to have a, uh, a class and show them in the Word of the Lord what the Bible says about dedicating your child. Now, now I had a a situation that just uh, came to my attention uh, not too long ago. I was just having a conversation with with one of one of the uh, uh, gentlemen whose wife had a baby recently, and just not one of them, all three three of them. And I just happened just to ask this question when I was winding down the conversation. uh, Are you all types? Oh, well, no, no, no. I said, here you all want your baby dedicated. And here you is robbing God the parent is robbing God and then wanna dedicate the baby to God. It's just crazy. It's just absolutely crazy the mentality of church people. Think about it. Now think about this right here. Think about this right here. Here you here you are. Uh 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 you got paid off. Got paid Friday. Went to the bank, got your check cash. You didn't deposit anything. Put in an envelope. Put in your pocket. You on your way to the car to get in and go home. But here is an individual uh, sticks you up. Don't have a mask on. Don't have nothing on. Give me your money. Give me your money. They turns around and rob you. Rob you. And then they see you uh Wednesday. And they and they say, Listen, I heard you was a man of God, I heard you was a woman of God. Uh uh, will you dedicate my baby? Now would you dedicate their baby they just robbed you? And they just stuck you up. Now, here they are as a robber and want their baby dedicated. Now one of the things I want to talk about I wanted to talk about uh 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 tonight it's with the men, the that we have to be very mindful not to release uh, iniquity patterns in the earth realm. How not to release iniquity patterns in the earth realm. In other words, uh, here I want to dedicate my baby to the Lord, and then but I, I, I have a iniquity pattern of a robber. Now, I'm robbing people and turning around and trying to dedicate my baby. Do you not understand you can dedicate your baby all day long if you want to? It means absolutely nothing if I'm a robber. Don't you understand that I just created a pattern for my child that I want to dedicate to the Lord? I just created an iniquity pattern of a robber. An iniquity pattern of a robber. Now, that doesn't mean that your child will become a robber. A child will become what you was if you was a dope dealer uh, before you got saved, and, now you, had, and you got saved and children. That doesn't mean that your child will become a dope dealer, but let me share something with you. The propensity to become a dope dealer is there, because of the iniquity pattern that you activated into the earth realm. Now, that 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 child don't have to become that, but I have created the propensity, and if I don't if I don't deal with what I have released from a, a biblical perspective. Concerning the atonement of Jesus, Jesus being my atonement, my propitiation, if I don't know how to release the, uh, uh, the the blood of the Lamb and the blood of the cross into that, to eradicate it and annihilate it before it's going to reach the next generation, if I don't know how to do that, do you think the devil plays fair? Absolutely not. The same spirit that, that manipulated me and used me to rob somebody, do you think that spirit goes away? Do you think that spirit is is is, is, is gone bye bye? Absolutely not. That spirit's waiting around, ladies and gentlemen. That spirit waiting around. And even if you have the, 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 the understanding how to break this thing and cancel this thing, it still haven't gone away. The same demons that was uh 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 used to people in the day of Solomon Gomorrah they're still in the earth realm today. The same spirits that came upon Korah, Dathan and the Byron, to rise up against Moses and Aaron, they are still here today, and they use church people today. Ladies and gentlemen, as long as the earth been in existence uh, from the time God created Adam and Eve and Adam's sin, ladies and gentlemen, from that particular day, them demons still here. When God used uh, Noah to build an ark, it never rained before, and eight people got saved. When all humanity died, did the demons die? That was using those people. No, demons can't die. Them same demons, and the Bible said how uh, evil had perpetuated itself. And the imagination of men had grown wicked. I mean, God got so tired of it. He said, let, let me destroy all, all life. He destroyed all life, but he destroyed all the demons. They're still here. So the Bible talks about it, uh as it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be in the days uh, uh, when the Son of Man returned. Why? Because them same spirits that used him way back then is still in the earth realm, ladies and gentlemen. Still here. The spirit that used Cain to murder his brother is still here in the earth realm. These things got to become a reality to us. And how do these spirits, you got to understand how spirits operate. Spirits um, uh, 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 perpetuate themselves um, through satisfaction. You ever been hungry before? All of us has been hungry before. What did you do? You ate something to satisfy your hunger. After you ate something to satisfy your hunger, did you want anything else? Now, if you're normal, you didn't want anything else. Some people can eat, 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 eat. Even when they're full, they still want something to eat. Uh, we're not talking about an uh, 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 imbalanced appetite. We're just talking about somebody that's normal. Now, when we begin to say, when you use a person Normally, when you eat something after you're hungry, your hunger has been satisfied, so therefore you don't want anything else. That's how demons operate, ladies and gentlemen. Same thing. They're uh, uh, embodied personalities. So whatever their personality may be, their personality may be a personality of sickness or disease. Their personality may be a personality of hatred, a personality of murder, a personality of uh, poverty, uh, a personality of gossip. Uh, personality of chaos and confusion, a, case, uh, a personality of, of disorder. See, they, these are personalities, and so these spirits is looking for a human being uh, to manifest themselves through to work that personality through them. Gossip, bite bite, assassination, of people's character, uh, rebellion. So they, they, once you rebel, they satisfy. They, just, you just fed them. And so it may not work, so you may not see that thing manifest until another week, another month, another year, whatever the case may be. I don't think it'll last a, a, a year. And, and they, they're going to continue to manifest this stuff in you and through you because they're getting satisfied until you recognize that this is, this is a force of darkness. I need help. Or you can cast that thing out yourself. And then you get help and get set free from that thing. The, the Bible says the spirit goes out. And uh, once it goes out and, been, and and your spirit's been swept clean, your soul's been swept clean, and it goes back because it have no other place to go. So it's going back, but it's bringing seven more that's more wicked, especially if you haven't filled yourself up uh, with the word of God and with the Holy Spirit and coming back. So this is how it works. This is how it works. So when we begin to understand this right here, we need to learn how to pray. Pray and release the angelic host. Just like the witches in the world are releasing demons, we should be releasing the angelic host and understanding the different kinds of angels that God has made available for us, ladies and gentlemen. There are angels uh, that is designed to aid in healings and miracles and signs and wonders. there's angels that is made available to aid us in discipleship and evangelism, because that is the will of God, that's the heart of God, that's the mind of God, the great commission. And that's the only, that's what we're here for, the ministry of reconciliation. So angels, if God have millions of angels made available for us to assist us in executing the divine and perfect will of God uh, uh, in the earth realm. And the number one reason that we are saved is to to exercise and to execute the ministry of reconciliation. So therefore, don't you think we have to have angels that aid us just like there's demons trying to block uh, evangelism, stop evangelism? stop discipleship, all we got to do is look at the demonic forces that war against our children and war against us as parents. Our children really should be being discipled by the parents. So the devil is going to walk the parents against the children and children against the parents. So, so, so there is no unity, no harmony, no respect to, for authority, Who do you think that is? Those are forces of darkness that's manipulating them so they can get what they need to get and become who they need to become. Do you think just like them demons warring against your children and warring against you against your children, do you not think there's angels that's made available for us to war against these demon spirits to aid me and to aid you as parents and to aid our children? and come subject to us as parents, to train us, to educate us. We got the Holy Spirit, and we got angels. But we don't want to use them. We want the Holy Spirit for tongues. We want the Holy Spirit to prophesy. We want the Holy Spirit to lay hands on the sick and the sick recover. But we don't want the Holy Spirit to live. We don't want the Holy Spirit so we can become perfected in love, and peace, and joy and self control and patience goodness kindness gentleness we we don't want him for that we want him for the performance and the display of the supernatural but not supernatural living but supernatural performing and we have the angels that's been made available to us Hebrews one four14 again, are they not ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them that is heirs under salvation? How in the world, ladies and gentlemen, can you and I have God living on the inside of us? We've got the angels made available to us, and we are not experiencing a greater level of victory. And we are not walking in the supernatural on the level that the witches and the warlocks are walking in. They're using their demons. Oh, they're loyal to Satan. They're dedicated to Satan we are not loyal to god and we are not we are not used to the angels uh but there's a generation that god is raising up Ah, uh, in this last hour, men and women that God is making hungry at this time, men and women he's making thirsty at this time, men and women he's putting a holy jealousy on the inside of them because they're tired of seeing, you know, witches and warlocks manifesting the supernatural and, and, and you are not. They know it's more to this than going to church, they know it's more to this than singing songs of praise and songs of worship, they know it's more to the performance and the church and not uh, uh, experience this thing at home, experience this thing in the marketplace. They know it's more to this. And God is making this young generation hungry and thirsty. Are you hungry tonight? Are you thirsty tonight? Do you believe it's more to this thing than what you've been experiencing? It is, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. Will you be the one that says, I'm tired. God, if, if you this if you don't show up well, I'm I'm getting ready to check out of here. What what's purpose me being in the church, Lord God? And 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 there's no difference than what I was in the world and I am in church right here. I mean I, I, it's, it's it's just a form and a fashion. When I read in the Bible and see what you did to Elijah and Elisha, uh David, the mighty works you did to David, uh, the mighty works you did to uh Moses and Abraham. God God, why is am I not experiencing this? then God starts speaking to you. He'll challenge you. But are you willing to allow God to challenge you for you to encounter God? Are you willing to do something that you know you can't do if God give you a command to do something? Are you willing to step out? See, if you can do it, then you don't need God. If you can do it, you don't need Him. But What you cannot do That's what he's going to commission you To do Because you're going to need to depend on him You're going to need to trust him And then he's going to manifest himself Then when you step out of the boat That's when he's going to show up He's not going to show up In the boat He's going to show up outside of the boat You don't need him in the boat You need him Outside of the boat You can handle yourself in the boat but you sure enough can't handle yourself outside of the boat. That's how the supernatural is made manifest, ladies and gentlemen. That's how the supernatural, that's how the angels is able to engage you when you step outside of the boat. Now you're stepping into the realm of the spirit when you step outside of the boat. When you step out of the boat, now you just activated the angels to aid and assist you when you step out of the boat. And they long to aid you. They long to assist us. Just like the, the demons aiding and assisting the witches in the world the angels just longing to aid us, longing to assist us. But we won't, we don't, we won't release them. We won't release them. Are they not ministering spirits? sent forth a minister for them that is heirs unto salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, every human being upon the face of the earth is the heir of salvation. They're an heir of salvation. What made them an heir? When Jesus died on Calvary's cross, he did not die for the church. He died for the sin of the world. He died for your grandmama, your granddaddy, your mama, your daddy, your brother, sister, nephew, niece, uncle, and aunt. And you can begin to speak and release angels to go forth and assist creating circumstances and situations to bring your daddy, to bring your mama, to bring your husband, to bring your wife, to bring your children to the end of themselves so that they will cry out and save me and then the Holy Ghost will save them. But we're not, we don't know how to release them. It's not God's will that any man should perish but all men come to a saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Who you think is going to aid us and assist us for all men to come to a saving knowledge? The angelic host. Creating circumstances, situation for the Holy Spirit to be able to come right on in. The moment they cry out, the Holy Spirit is ready for that cry. Ready for them to say, save me. And the Holy Spirit is going to jump right there and lead them to Jesus, and Jesus leads them to the Father. No man can come unto me unless they be drawn. No man can come unto me unless they be drawn. Let's begin to ask God to give us wisdom in a greater dimension. Ask God to open up our eyes to the realm of the spirit. Ask God to grace us uh, 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 to understand how to work the angels that God has given us. They are servants. They are not here to serve us uh, for our personal gain. They are here to serve us to fulfill the will of God. They are here to aid us to fulfill the divine and perfect will of God. Here the angel's been sent by God to go destroy Solomon and Gomorrah. But Abraham's nephew is in Solomon and Gomorrah. When the angel shows up, Abraham recognizes it immediately. Told his wife to go kill a kid and, and, and fix some food. Please eat with me. Please, Please, please eat here. Now, why did Abraham was begging the angels to eat with him? Ladies and gentlemen, when you read in the Bible, why do people ask the angel to eat with them? It's a reason why. It's just, it just, it just, it just not happening. Just, oh, just come and eat. I just want to have a good time. Because if an angel eat your food, it's become a covenant meal, ladies and gentlemen. Just like you take in communion. See when they took communion back uh, back at, when Jesus had communion with his disciples, it wasn't that little grape that little grape juice that you and I had in our little cup and that little that little round piece of of uh, uh, tasteless bread, Cook, uh, 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 uh a cracker. That's not what they had. It was real bread and real wine. And I'm not telling y'all to go out there and drink no wine either. So don't don't take this and that. What well, the preacher said they drunk real wine, but we don't know what kind of wine it was. We don't know if it fermented wine or unfermented wine. But we ain't getting into that. But I don't drink wine, and I'm not uh, uh, commissioning you to go out and drink wine. That's between you and God. So don't take don't take this thing out of context. Don't take it out of context. Don't go saying I said something I didn't say. So so the the angel, he said he begged them to eat with them, and he said, okay, we'll go ahead and eat with you. Now watch this right here. After the angels ate with Abraham. And before they got ready to leave, what did they say? Shall we hide this thing from Abraham? Seeing that uh, 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 he's going to become a great man, a great nation. Kind of paraphrasing what they said. Shall we hide this thing? And always understand, when angels come, like those angels, three angels did, they come in the presence of God. And what that really means is when an angel show up like that, it's like God showing up because they're there to represent God. They're representing God. So after they ate this covenant meal with Abraham, then that's when they said, shall we hide this thing from him? And then now watch this. Because they ate a covenant meal with Abraham, now Abraham already had a, a covenant with God. Now this angel ate a covenant meal with Abraham. Now Abraham began to negotiate. Will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? And again he said, No, we won't destroy the righteous with the wicked. He said, if there was fifty? Will you destroy a whole nation? If for fifty? Out of all the wicked, and got fifty? He said, Well, fifty. No, we won't if it's fifty, we won't destroy. it. You know he negotiated all the way down to five. I think it's ten or five. And he said, No, we won't even destroy for that, that little number. My goodness. Are, are you hearing the Holy Ghost tonight? Are you hearing the Holy Ghost? That there's not five righteous men. If there were five righteous men in the city, God would save the city. Now, we live in South Florida here. Now, we have had uh, uh, devastating hurricanes here. And I think uh, Andrew was the most devastating uh, one uh, 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 in years that we had here. Now, now I, I want you all to hear, hear, hear this. How could God allow a hurricane to destroy? I mean, down south was like, it, 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 I I can't even describe it. I didn't go down there, but I just saw it on the news. I mean, it was like, flat, nothing. That should show us something, church people. That's listening to me. Just show us something. When we read in the word of the Lord, the angel said, I will not destroy us five. So, so 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 when there's great devastation, one or two things has happened. Sin is prevailing in that area. Number one, or number two, the church people in that area is ignorant of the authority and power and why God gave us authority and why God gave us power. We're ignorant of it. We just go to church. And when the Bible let us know clearly in the book of Romans chapter 8, the whole creation groans travail and travail in pain, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And that should show us something. That we got a lot of children of God, but we don't have a whole lot of sons of God. Now, we have a whole lot of sons of God. We'll be set in free of the creation. Satan don't have a right to the creation. When there's great devastation and destruction, ladies and gentlemen, Many times since the death, uh, since the uh, uh, the cross and the resurrection, Satan taking hold of the creation and using the creation to bring destruction. But where is the ministry of reconciliation? Where is redemption? See, we we gotta understand how this works. I personally believe this right here, ladies and gentlemen. If we had a and watch this right here, and we got prayer lines going on all over the world. And why is our prayers working then? How 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 could this be that we do all this prayer and still there's tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes just destroying and tsunamis destroying? But we got all these Christians, something is wrong. Don't you think something is wrong? When you and I are seeing what the reading the Bible and talking about how great our God is. When the scripture clearly says if my people which is called by my name, will humble themselves, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I hear from heaven, I will heal their land. Do we understand what the purpose of a church is? The purpose of a church in a drill after location is to protect that, that region. But a house that is divided against itself shall what? Fall. How many pastors that we really have intimate relationship with in a region? How many of us divided? And so, therefore, what could God do with us? Absolutely nothing because we have violated the word of God. Satan is good at what he does. He's good at what he does. And so we pray in God, no, don't let this tornado, don't let the hurricane come, and we divided against one another. He If there were five righteous, if there were five pastors that loved the Lord with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength, and and walking by the Spirit and living by the Spirit, that means we're not envious of one another. We're not jealous of one another. I'm jealous because your church is bigger than mine. I'm jealous because you've got more members than me. Oh, my God, help us tonight. Help us to get set free and delivered from this stinking spirit and mentality. Save us, Jesus. I mean, if that's your lot, let me worship, let me praise God with you. That's your lot. Let me praise God with you and not be jealous of you. That's your measure. But now, let's come together. I got a a, a grace on my life. You got a grace on your life. Let us come together and let us release our authority against the work of darkness. to what? To shield it, to protect it. For God, not us. For God. Are you understanding how this thing works? Ezekiel 2230 again. God sought for a man to stand in the gap, to build the hedge, that he destroyed not the land, but he found none. He found none. So he had to recompense upon man his sin. You and I have been commissioned with the ministry of reconciliation. You and I have been commissioned to grow up in the mature as sons, that we can begin to set humanity free and set creation free. That when the devil is using the temperature, he's using the ocean, and he's using the wind to create a a hurricane, we can rebuke that devil. Take your hand off of God's creation. You have no right to the wind. You have no right to the ocean. You have no right to the uh, to, to the temperature. It belongs to God. I speak redemption to the ocean. I speak redemption to the wind. I speak redemption to the uh, to the temperature. I bring you subject to the lordship of Christ. I bring you subject to the preem- of the supremacy of Christ. Now in Jesus' name, because they don't have no right to God's creation, but because we're ignorant. My people just for lack of knowledge. And and, and and I can't tell the devil to do this if I'm walking in sin. We gotta humble ourselves and and, and, and repent for our sins. Repent for the sins of, of our spouses and our children, our congregation, and even the assigned region, wherever your church is, you're responsible for that region. Let's repent for the sins. Have mercy upon us. Repent for the sins of our mayors, of our city. The political leaders they use this leadership. We repent for the sins of every apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, God have mercy upon us. And watch what God do. No weapon that is formed against South Florida will prosper if we will if we will understand what we've been sanctioned to do and called to do. And the angels, when we start talking praying like that, the angels will start going forth and great strength and great power great strength and great power because they'll be strengthened by our prayers. They're going to they, because we're giving voice to the word of God we're giving voice to the will of heaven and the angels are being released going forth of, uh, 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 dividing asunder, cutting asunder them demons of, that is stirring up the ocean stirring up the wind, stirring up the temperature. We can command the, temper, the, the, the the temperature of the ocean to cool off because it's the temper that gives it to you. And it has to obey us. Glory to God. I didn't realize my time is up. I'm over my time. Well, my prayer, ladies and gentlemen, that you have received something from the Lord. Even this night. And understand what our responsibility is as sons and daughters of the most high God. And understand that the angels is made available to us. And I ask God to continue to increase your understanding of how to use your angels for yourself. The scripture says uh, in Psalms, uh, I think, 91, the angel of the Lord encamped round about us to keep us in all of his ways. You should be speaking that every, every single day before you leave your house. Over yourself, over your spouse, over your children, over your vehicle, over your home. The angels of the living God encamp round about. I release the angelic host in camp round about me, my spouse, my children. Uh, uh, our property that God has graced us with. Our congregation that God has graced us to shepherd. Let the angels of the living God encamp round about them to keep them in all the Lord's ways. When you speak that, the angels got to do that. That's what they're here for. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I can go on and, on and on and on and on and on and on and on, and I'm already five minutes over time. Uh, I apologize for going over time tonight, but I pray that you receive something from the word of the Lord, that you will be able to take it, you will be able to use it. name of this program is the Master Key. So I pray that uh, a key was given to you and something was unlocked in your heart and unlocked in your mind that you now we'll be able to activate it or you'll be able to go through that particular door and take what God has given you today and begin to work this thing. There's angels, ladies and gentlemen, of the harvest. So that means there's angels of salvation, angels that's uh, uh, here uh, uh, for us to aid and assist us in the salvation of humanity, the salvation of our family. I believe there's angels to aid us in, in, in discipleship. Assist us in discipling people in God. We can't disciple people in God. We've not been have been discipled ourselves. That's where humility comes in at. Well, once again, this has been your host, Dr. Jimmy Kiss with the Master Key. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Listen, uh uh get your family and friends on the line our prayer line that tomorrow is our last day for our last Monday and Tuesday, uh uh Wednesday prayer line. Uh invite your family and friends to be with us in the morning. Five thirty AM in the morning. Uh, What our congregation do, you you don't have to do this, but what we do, but we fast the last Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday of the month. Uh, uh, We're not just fasting for us, but we're fasting for you. We're fasting for humanity at large. We're fasting for uh, the region that God has assigned us to. Our communities that we live in, we'll fast and pray and ask God to forgive our political leaders and our communities, save our communities, save South Florida and whatever region that you're in, ladies and gentlemen, as we humble ourselves what fasting is. Fasting is a, it's nothing but a sign of humility, acknowledging that we are nothing without him. Without him, we fail. We need you, God. We need you, Holy Spirit. We're dependent on you. We're trusting in you. And when we humble ourselves, then God himself will be exalted and he will go forth and he will receive all of the glory as a result of our prayers and our our intercession. Let the rest of your night be uh, awesome and powerful. We pray that you have a sweet sleep tonight. We pray that your dreams and visions will be induced by the Holy Spirit tonight. And we pray that you arise in the morning refreshed and rejuvenated and going forth in the strength and the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We love you guys. I appreciate you. Let's continue to pray for one another, if you will. Once again this has been your host DJ McKenzie with the Master Key. God bless you.